Salutations at least. <laughs> Greetings, Neil. How dost thou today? Um, I'm, I'm very well, thank you. Um, how are you? Relatively well, again. I think I say okay. that a lot, yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm well overall. Um, okay. I can't complain. Yes, I'm still alive, I'm still breathing. That's more than most people can say today. <laughs> oh, that escalated <laughs> so quickly. Maybe woken up. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I can't complain. Basically. Okay. Okay. I'm yes. glad. I'm glad that you're choosing, um, you know, to rise above. Mm. No, let's rise above, mm. you guys. Because I've yeah. complained no, before it's... and nothing changes, so let's try something yes. else. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's try a new tech. So, yes. also trying a new tech this week. I um, <laughs> I I posed the most um, what I thought, and this is the weirdest thing. I posed what I thought was an extremely like common question mm. you know um, and I was actually surprised at the responses mm. you know from our contributors because they were just you're so insightful mm. you know what the question is common it is common mm. but I think the answer is really explored like that's something I actually like want to get into you know and I actually can't wait to hear your answer yeah so let me take charge of like the situation right now and say could you pose the question for us and then immediately answer it for us what what so let's hear it yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it the question is what is the purpose of him singing in church And here's my answer. I can't believe I got myself into this. I've always been fascinated by congregational singing. Mm. So, you know, this, this, this idea of a group identity in music, Mm. you know, some congregations prefer to sing faster and more rousingly, you know, other congregations prefer a, a more lilting, soulful, or even slower vibe, you know? So we come to know and love our home church style of worship. True. We belong. So congregational singing for me, my experience, like, like, how I experience it when I'm singing as part of the congregation, you know, it's it's a very powerful feeling, you know, mm. for me. And the other thing that I love about congregational singing is the feeling of fellowship. Absolutely. So now, now, this is where I cannot, I cannot help but notice in my mind that praise and worship leaders are actually crucial men they are facilitators of the worship experience Mm. 
And how often have you and I seen a praise and worship leader uh, standing in front of the church with their faces in the hymnal? Mm-hmm. You know, then I so much just close my eyes and I pray for mercy because the praise and worship leader has one job to get the church to sing and through singing create the atmosphere that is required mm-hmm. whether it's praise worship reverence jubilation sadness sorrow whatever the case may be do so you think do you, you think can, that's 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 a that's a demanding job do you think it like it takes a lot or do you think anyone can do it i think both mm. i think it's a demanding job and it takes a lot and anyone can do it okay you don't you do not have to be a singer but you do have to understand music mm. Mm. i will leave that i will leave that just like that <laughs> so the my thing is always like you can only engage with the congregation if you look at the people but yeah that's that's actually another podcast yeah that's what so i believe yeah yeah kind of <laughs> so you believe in a god yes yes yeah. now i'm coming back to that i'm coming back to i believe in a god i first want to say if we don't interrogate these things no mm. we're going to end up doing just more of the same in a world that is changing rapidly mm. you know and then we want to cry when young people leave the church Mm. I just have to say that because for me what this the 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 purpose of him singing in church what the contributors did sorry I'm off my 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 topic but I'm coming back in a second what the contributors did no was they they took they elevated previous discussions that I've heard they elevated it you know yeah. and that's why I believe so strongly that the purpose of him singing in church is that it is the melting pot of individual experiences brought into the same place for a variety of reasons in an act of either worship praise reverence jubilation and so on and i totally believe in raising my hands to do it mm mm i'm so with that drops mic and you have to say mm-hmm. nothing after that i'm definitely 100% with it say the reason why we have him singing in church is because it's you know we're giving praise and adoration to God you know for who he is in our life we're worshiping his name because he's worthy to be worshiped you know it's um sometimes we we express our love for God in many ways but him singing you know singing his word his praises it's just an open show of love between us and the creator and we're acknowledging his presence we are talking with him you know teams are not just just praising but it's an open conversation we're having with God just like pray you know praising God you can talk if you don't know how to um, talk to him you can sing and the Lord will hear us and it's just a you know open praise with God you know and yeah worshiping his name because he's mighty and he's worthy to be worshiped we adore his name for he is in our lives and what he does for us and 
and that's why we have him singing in church because we we need to do that and it be- not just becomes on church but then during the week as well because each and every day he's worthy to be praised so he chose to go right to the heart of it you know right, right to, the- to- <laughs> right to the heart of it and that was my first or my initial thought as well when the really? question was to me yeah like so that's like off the bat that's off the bat mm. but i think there's like way more that congregational singing does mm. you know which is some which part of that is what you've mentioned before our contributor um but i think off the bat we had the same thoughts i think this contributor and i are like lowest of key spirit animals and i should stop claiming <laughs> that i'm spirit animals <laughs> but yes yes definitely praised as one of the most predominant reasons yeah. and, like, and yeah. also i love that he, ex- he he described it as an open show of love mm. i mean that's so mm. deep that's such a mm. a beautiful way of 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 the picture that comes into my head you know when i say an open show of love in a praise setting oh my goodness mm. something's happening in that room you know mm. that is beautiful mm. um so the act of praise or of him singing in praise has meaning uh, i really like that that's beautiful and and speaking of meaning Hymn singing is a form of worship. Worship uh, from creation to creator, or from man, woman to God. And uh, yeah, I th- I think in essence all forms of music is is a form of worship. Uh, there's no reason why we should think that there's no difference between when we raise our hands in church as a as a praise of worship as a form of worship in or during praise and worship and think of other times when we raise our hands to music often uh when i hear secular songs on the radio or wherever i listen to secular music there's a call for throw your hands up throw your hands up right put your hands in the air throwing your hands up is a sign of praise and uh, i think that all music is linked as far as praise is concerned um <laughs> something i would like to comment about hymns though is that i uh, i don't think that just because a hymn has been composed in the sudden of 16th century and we're still singing those waltzes and marches in church today that it's any holier than the hymns that were composed last week or the choruses that were composed last week A lot of my hymn singing has to do with sentiment because though those hymns is where my uh, forefathers and ancestors found solace in my grandmother used to hum hymns hymns in the morning uh, while she was getting us ready for school my mother uh, used to sing hymns or sings hymns at worship time uh, hymns sometimes can come into your head in the times when you need it most 
uh, it can also serve as a conscience when you're doing something wrong and the hymn pops into your head for no apparent reason and acts as a reminder. So I think hymns are quite powerful. I just wish they would be updated more. Communication from creation to creator. See, and so this is what like piles on that fund. So the fundamental reason was praise. And then comes other reasons like this one, you know? Yo. Yo. And I think that's Um, the beauty of different minds. Sorry to catch you. I think that's the beauty of different minds. Just different angles and different reasons and different Mm. ways of thinking. Mm, you yeah. wanted to say something. I, I love that. I love that, Neil. I think um, what also spoke to me was that he said he, he went to all forms of music um, is a form of worship, you know, and I, mm. I immediately sort of throw your hands up, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've um, always actually wondered on at least like mm. that throw your hands up in the air sort of situation. I saw in our denomination, that's how we would typically express um maybe enjoyment of a song or relation to a certain line or whatever that we generally lift our hand, you know, in the air. I found myself in a, in a, a, it was a UCT choir case or presentation that they had. And there was a song that they sang that was so beautiful and it wasn't a gospel song, but I, it was so beautiful. And I was so like moved to lift my hand up because that's how I typically Mm. respond to such a thing. And I, I just found myself being like, it's just such an awkward thing to do outside of mm. the confines of our denomination. So my question mm. is just like, how do people who are not what we are express that kind of thing when listening to music? You know? So this is actually the thing. This is actually the thing with throw your hands up. For me, um, that's not the, the primary reason. I ra- if I raise my hands in church, yeah. um, whether it's during the sermon or during a song or during a, a congrega- congregational singing, you mm. know, when I raise my hands, it's not to acknowledge anything earthly that is happening. Sure. sure. For me, okay. I am engaged Mm. at that at that moment and mm. in, engaged um in such a way that i no longer feel self-conscious it's mm. been years mm. i don't feel self-conscious mm. i am engaged that's why i raise my hand you know um so so i think that i think the contributor is is spot on when he says that you know all forms of music you know all forms of worship include raising your hands mm. You know, um, yeah. But then he also mentioned he also mentioned hymns, yeah, hymns that were written hey, hey, back hey. in the he day. He went all the way, 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 way back in the day. <laughs> and then he'd like to hear it or see more hymns being, you know, produced or composed now. Yeah. But then another yeah. question that I have, like, I'm just made out of made up of questions today. Another question I have is just: Is there a process on these of getting? You know, for instance, if I were to compose a hymn right now on the spot, mm-hmm. am I able to get it onto the hymnal? You know, are churches <laughs> even doing hymnals anymore? Mm. And then mm. future churches, like churches that are coming up now, is it even worth me getting a song onto the hymnal? Because do we even use hymnals anymore? You know what I mean? So these are the mm. questions that I just had throughout our contributors' mm. contribution. 
I wonder the same things. I think um, those are worthwhile questions. I think they're important questions to be asked, you Mm. know, Um, and I do think that it is going to require us to answer the question that I believe should be another podcast, um, you know, in the future. What makes a him a him? What makes a him a him? You know what I mean? Like, how, what are the what are the, what are the, the prerequisites? What boxes must it tick? You know, because um, is it only older music? Is it mm. uh, you know like what what mm. what makes a hymn a hymn? And I think that you know when we start to interrogate that, we will start to see that it is not about the actual hymn; it's about the purpose of that hymn. It's about the meaning. Mm. You know, um, which is why Amazing Grace can be sung on a football field. It can be sung in a boxing ring. It can be sung in a theater. You know, it can be sung outside on the street corner. That's a hymn. Mm. And it's not because it's old and, and written in, 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 in 4000 BC. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's because it has meaning. Mm. And it has meaning in any situation. Um, and we all know that, you know, whether or not how angry we are with God, there are certain hymns that will get through that anger. Yeah. That will yeah. pierce through that anger. We, are, we all have individual ones, <laughs> I believe, that, that yeah. will do that for us. But I thought that the contributor, it was a pretty cool way of bringing out this new, um, or not new really, but it, this, this need for a new look at these things, you know? True, true. I think also going back to what you were saying just now, um, you've raised another reason or another answer to our question. And I think that's just Mm -hmm. reminding or reminders and reinforcement. I think that's another reason or another beautiful answer to this week's question. Right? Because like sometimes you go to church because you go to church not for any other reason but because Mm. mom or dad said let's go to church you know Mm. and because music is one of the most relatable well to me i guess i can't really speak for others it's like before or even besides getting you into the mood to or to be receptive or susceptible to whatever's going to be said reminds you of you might not be going through a good time or you might you might be um What's that word? There's an English word for this. There's an English word for this. I will get to it eventually. But you're going through a dry patch spiritually, you know, Mm -hmm. and a song, just a song, just even maybe a line in a song just takes you back or just reminds you, you know. Um, So reminding and reinforcement, I think, is another, another, another reason. Wow. Wow. Um, sorry, I hadn't thought about that. And so now it's like all coming into my head. Um, I think that is so, and such so a much beautiful observation. Right there there always generally is. Yeah. <laughs> there always gen- <laughs> yeah. generally is. I mean, I was thinking of the different ways that we remember things, you know. Um, mm. And in church, it's significantly, you know, the music that, that, that influences my my remembering things, mm. you know? Mm. Um, so I'm also thinking of these opportunities to, um, you know, I mentioned that it's individual, um, um, individual worship, but in a common space, you know, mm. with other people also, you know, in their individual way, wanting yeah. to worship, 
you know. I loved the language in this next contributor's response. Him singing in church. So that's usually associated with, um, you know, congregations or a church and it's associated also with uh, spirituality, sort of like the cultivating of like a certain, um, I'd like to say, energy. Um, so him singing in church, for me, I would say the purpose of that is to sort of get you into that meditative space that can draw you closer to that um, higher spiritual platform, if you will. Um, only because hymns are, you know, usually used for either motivating you, but they have a, a, a spiritual, I'd like to say, um, outreach um, that hits you spiritually as we are all spiritual beings. So by virtue of singing a hymn, you're sort of elevating yourself to like a higher frequency where you could be in um, not even just a meditative space, but you're more susceptible to like higher energy spirituality type of thing i don't know if that makes sense but um yeah hymns are a bit to just help you zone in or channel in or focus in or harness in on whatever you're trying to um, cultivate more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which goes back to to one of the reasons being that have been mentioned on today's episode about readying yourself for what's about to come, but also elevating, mm. you know, yourself. Mm. Elevating, Elevate, I love that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love that. You know, it just, it just took me there, you know, mm. um, when, when I listened to, to, to this contributor, you know, he used such descriptive language, <laughs> you know, where you zone in, channel, yeah. focus, harness, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and it's true, you know, um, there is so much thought that goes into, um, well, this is what I believe should happen, that there is a lot of thought that should go into the preparation of this part of the service. Hmm, this was a more difficult question, but let's give it a shot, right? What's the purpose of him singing in church? I'm going to have to break it down a little bit start with the hymn what's the purpose of a hymn um a couple of purposes there we sing hymns as a thankfulness to god we sing hymns as a praise specifically just to praise and worship god um, we sing hymns also as a testimony of our christian uh, identity the ups and downs that we've gone through in our christianity we have a testimony and hymns really communicate that very well so um so if one asks what is the purpose of congregational worship and if you answer that as simply worshiping god you don't really answer that question because you can do that alone right you can worship god alone you can praise god alone you can declare your your testimony of God alone. So therefore, if we are to answer the question about congregational singing and how different it is from him singing alone, you have to then say that it means 
that you are declaring yourself as part of a community you are identifying that this is your tribe these are the people who collectively feel the same way declare the same thing about this god that you are singing about and we're standing therefore together in front of god and with one voice acknowledging what we would be acknowledging in any case alone but we're just here together so it's a matter of community it's a matter of a, a group identity that is the purpose of congregational singing this is my tribe we're here together and we all are declaring with one voice um praise we're all declaring with one voice gratitude with one voice we all believe the same thing about our ups and downs in our christian journey and we're so happy to actually do that in song that's the purpose of congregational singing cheers mm a more difficult question indeed <laughs> <laughs> Um I don't know if it was more difficult. I do think it was more serious, I think, you know. Mm. Um and that that in itself, you know, the, the sort of atmosphere of I want to say reverence in everybody's um responses was also telling for me. You know, um there is a certain respect that hymns have. that hymns have yes for, and you will find it yeah. in a no i'm saying that there's a certain respect for hymns sorry i'm not mm. expressing properly yeah no. i'm saying we respect hymns you know mm. there's a respect and i'm saying there's no reason that that couldn't be for a hymn that was written in 2019 mm-hmm. yeah you know so i'm just still on that on that buzz but um So this whole idea of you can worship God alone obviously you can do all these things alone but doing it in a congregational setting it's more like you're part of a community you know mm. i like that your mm. tribe mm. where you group belong identity. <laughs> yeah yeah that's where i heard group identity and it just stuck in my head you know mm. um but then he also spoke at one stage about with with one voice and i thought oh the pun content there yeah <laughs> Yeah. Because you know, we it's 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 sort of we're singing the same message. That's because we're all singing the same hymn, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um so we mean the same thing, you know. Um I, I really think that this was for me a very a very colorful way of describing just what it feels like to be in the congregation. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that first one? Have you ever been please? in your fields? Okay. Your question. Have first. you ever been oh, Thank you so much. <laughs> Have you ever been in your fields during a present worship? Of course, I definitely have. Mm. I definitely have, but during those moments I tend not to sing. Um and actually mm. just up to or 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 rather listen to what's being sung as if people are singing mm-hmm. for me, you know. Um oh, but I definitely have. Mother. I definitely have. Okay. Yourself? Okay. Oh yes. I've created some of those moments too. Ooh. Flex. No, 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 no and no. you're actually oh, quite that, a fire, 
a fire conductor sort of like, what do you call it? A praise and worship coordinator. What do you call that person that stands in front? I just said a praise and worship leader. A leader. You're a fire one. I think you make it, uh, you make it a, a worship experience as opposed to us just doing song service. So singing one song mm. after another. You know, I, I, I appreciate yeah. that. Oh, I'm, I'm, that is really, really beautiful to hear. Thank you, Neil. Mm. Um, it's something I enjoy doing and I don't get to do often enough. Mm. Um, and, you know, because there's always somewhere more urgent that I need to be apparently, you know? <laughs> okay. So for you, it's not even a matter of preference. Like you prefer being behind the piano or you prefer being in front of people. It's just, you never need to be where people want you to be. Hmm. Wow, am I even making sense? Gosh. I am desperately trying to make sense. <laughs> so, no, no, no. You don't prefer one to the other. It's just a matter of oh, when I'm I here, see. I'm here. When I'm at the piano, I'm at the piano. To be honest with you, I do not prefer one over the other. However, um, the one is used way more than the other. Mm. So, so that's people where it's would out of rather, yeah, for people me. have you, you behind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's, 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 I, I enjoy myself anywhere I am, to be honest, when it's praise and worship, you mm. know, um, and uh, you mentioned something about that, the fact that you don't, sometimes you don't even sing when you get in your feels, you know, mm. Mm. Um, and that really resonates, oops, ah, there we go, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that resonates um, with me very strongly because um, there are many times in praise and worship where I will close my eyes and just, and I'm standing in the congregation, you know, and I just listen. Mm. And I let the song be sung to me. I really think that was so amazing that you expressed it that way because I've felt that a lot of times, um, you know, um, just like something that the, this next contributor says. No, 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 wait. But before we go to our contributor, our last contributor, um, do you think, and I'm asking you this because I know for sure that you will be able to answer it, and honestly, mm-hmm. do, you think, <laughs> do you think that as a musician, specifically when you're not at your home church, but as a musician, that certain musical rules or certain musical standards that are not followed interrupt your, your praise experience? Or your worship experience so honest like practically speaking oh. if a person is playing a piano that might not be 100 percent in tune or someone is singing flat or you know what i mean anything musical do those kinds of things or those discrepancies ever interrupt your praise and worship experience <laughs> Neil, Neil, and i know you're going to answer this honestly <laughs> and oh, that's why i'm putting you on the spot be honest. yeah you are putting me on the spot. My, I'm just calming my breathing and finding my zen and <laughs> wusang and sahahing. Yeah. And, um, okay. So the honest answer is that I notice every single little thing. Mm, you do. So I will notice if there's a particular note, maybe the F or the G, those are famous notes for, for it happening on the acoustic piano that's out of tune. I will know. Okay, and I'll notice it. I will notice, you know, that the, 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 the mic that the alto is using is so soft. <laughs> is it the mic? But they all have different kind of mics. That's why. They must have the same mic and they must... Yeah. I enjoy that. I will notice that the, the, 
the one girl's skirt is too tight. <laughs> you know, she mustn't move. There mustn't be a song with movement because this girl is in danger. <laughs> I will notice that the songs are just being grabbed. You know, the, 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 the song leader is paging towards the end of the, the, the hymn. Then he's paging to find the next hymn. I will notice that. Mm. So they didn't prepare this. It wasn't put together. And therefore, I will notice that the praise and worship team is singing in their own directions. Mm. There's no, you know, we're not working towards the same goal. You know, I will notice all those things and more. Mm. No? And as I was, this is the point now, as I was growing up, those things, I used to like let my mind become full of those things. Mm. And it made less of an enjoyable experience for me. But it was somewhere in my early 20s. I don't know why I remember that when it was, and I don't know why it was significant that it was in my early 20s, but there it was. When I start, I started having a connection with the deeper, you know? Mm. Um, I would start feeling more. And I don't know what was happening to me, but it was in that time that I decided I'm going to sit and listen in a sermon and not be disturbed by the preacher's grammar mm. and not be disturbed by the preacher's tie that is too tight yeah. and not be disturbed by the man is sweating every month <laughs> as a brief a tissue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write notes in my Bible so that I know I'm writing in a sacred place and I'm going to, you know, um, I'm telling you, Neil, I have a Bible. I have a couple of Bibles that are filled with the most beautiful memories of sermons, mm. you know, and new thoughts that come about. So the same thing I did when it comes to praise and worship. When I go to a church, I, I know ahead of time I'm going to hear a different kind of sound mm. and I'm going to hear a different kind of, it's going to be a different atmosphere. And since I let go of all those things, Here's what's happened. Firstly, I have enjoyed praise and worship. It doesn't matter where I am because I'm having my individual praise experience alongside many others who are having their individual praise experiences yeah, too. Yeah. You know, so that's what I'm there for. But the second thing that's happened has wowed me. I still can tell you all those things. Yeah, I'm sure you can because it doesn't so go. It doesn't go they away. They still yeah. register. Yeah. They still register with me, but they don't consume. Mm. Mm. So I love that. I don't even know if that answered your question, 100%. but that's what I have for you yeah. today. But I just want to say to people like me, it is possible for your experience to not be interrupted by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that answer, please. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I, I love to serve. And now our final contributor. Well, strangely enough, as someone who had grown up in a church, I have never gotten to ask myself that question. Nor have I ever heard that question asked, or maybe it was just never asked in that way. So I've had to think, what role do these hymns play in the church um, experience? And I think for me, it's three things. One, 
singing is a basic human instinct for me at least so it is as natural as it is for me to be singing for me to be crying for me to be laughing music is a part of that singing is a part of that and it's what it is is an expression of feelings of everything basically everything can be translated into music and expressed through music so in a church setting people go to in essence express themselves and to receive and music takes care of that it for me is a sermon which is accompanied basically accompanied by a melody that's how i've always viewed it so yeah that's the first thing the second thing is that music is a universal language um and it can connect strangers to each other and to their god in an incredible way you know so in church through music we get to speak the exact same language you know effortlessly we speak we speak to god in one voice in one in one you know expression to him you know we get to relate um speaking a common um expression and it's and it's being sent to god i think lastly um nothing unifies us nothing brings us into a state of unity than a song you know what better to bring us into one voice than a song so in a congregation um music uh unifies us and the primary purpose of which is to sing praises to the lord and that's what it is for me so many deep points so many deep points i yeah. love i love what you had to say um more importantly that music is just instinctive like it's it's just human instinct just as mm. it is to breathe to eat <laughs> etc i love that i like i resonate with that so much mm. but also that like it unifies man and it does mm. it does i i just um i experience so many um uh, of those moments you know it just makes me think of my mom the first time she <clears throat> traveled outside of south africa she went to no not outside of south africa the first time she went to the us was when she went to um general conference mm. and she says you know uh, the sabbath morning at gc she walked in and they you know found their place and everything and then they they started singing we have this hope mm. and they were like standing and my mom just burst into tears she said it was the most powerful feeling mm. knowing these thousands of from people from different parts of the world you, from everywhere you know we have the same hope mm. you know so that the unifying power of congregational singing is 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 something else you know um yeah. do you remember what you I, did I, to I, me I, this one I, day i'm reminded of the song you've <gasps> just made the hymn you've just mentioned so what did i do a, i think it was i don't know if it was a gc thing or but i know that all churches in cape town were like um meeting at this is it the good hope center in town 
and someone had like oh. yeah, dropped you last minute. So you're like, Neo, could you please do this for me? Um, and this is like, you need to sing the notes in the hymnal as they are, etc. And then I have never <laughs> even heard of the hymn, We Have This Hope, because I'm Kosa and I sing Kukristen Gomen. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're like, mm-hmm. and then this gentleman came to us at the back and was like, okay, you guys need to sing one hymn for me, present it to me, and you need to sing it as is in the hymnal. I want nothing. I want to hear nothing from anyone um, about <laughs> not knowing the song. And I had to, on the spot, do the most. And you did And the I most. did the most. Very proud of myself that day, but also like, on Lise, talk about under the bus. <laughs> No, I knew you could do it. Free God, So I definitely knew you could do that. I would not have asked you if I felt that you were going to be thrown, you know, if you have to sing the exact notes in the hymnal. If I wanted um, to succumb, you wouldn't have asked yeah. if I wanted to succumb to my wounds from being <laughs> In fact, yeah. In fact, everyone that I asked to sing that day, all four of you, I knew that you would sing what's in the hymnal. Mm. Which is also quite a thing. Like, it's a chat that I think a lot of specifically maybe young people have. Or, I don't know, like, how important is it, which I don't think it is, but when we look at it through the lens of music, how important do you think it is to sing exactly what is in the hymnal? This is basically an interview today. Like today's episode is just sitting a night with an evening with meal. <laughs> you know, that's the name of the show. Oh. Um. Late night with Neil. Yeah. yeah, I'm just brainstorming just names on my show again. as you think of an answer. <laughs> but remind me of the question again, because you're making me forget the question because I'm seeing it in like neon lights. <laughs> oh, no, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> oh my word, you're too much. No, how important do you think it is to sing? <laughs> to sing? <laughs> and now I'm imagining my show. You know, I'm gonna have that towel shaped couch and I'm gonna sit on the one end and you're gonna be on the phone. Um, how important is it to sing the hymnal or to sing the notes exactly as they are in the hymnal? Okay. So here's what I believe, you know, um, in a conversations episode a couple of weeks ago, um, the guest that I had there was talking about um, hymns in church, um, sort of being as a template. Yeah, you know, you um, yeah, so it's a template, um, and a template is, is that, that is meant to still be expressed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the, 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 the way that it is expressed, I feel, can be contextualized based on the context. And the problem always comes in when we try and force it into a new con into a context where it mm-hmm. doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. You see, we are so adamant about drums in the church that we are so, we want to force it into the divine hour. And I'm not saying the divine hour is above drums. I am saying, be brave enough to have drums at your youth meeting. Then come talk mm. to me. You know? So so I feel like, um, you know, and, and that's that's a whole other topic that never gets to a proper conclusion. It never but does. Anyway, it never so, does. Yeah, back to back to the question at hand. Um, so I believe that the, the 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 way it's written in the hymnal gives us 
the most solid foundation we're going to get. Mm. Yeah? Now, <clears throat> as I was growing up, I used to get very irritated with the congregation if I was playing and they sing wrong. <laughs> Young ex her, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll show them how it must yeah. be done <laughs> from Just the piano. From the piano. Yeah. Um, so, or, or actually through the piano, really. So, that has, has, has modified substantially over the years as I've grown up, you know. Because I've, I've learned this thing about, you know, a church has a style. You know whether whether it's admitted or accepted or not it's just what it is mm. man <laughs> the church has a mm. way every church has mm. a way you know um and sometimes in that way there are certain quirks the church doesn't sing that line properly yeah. you know yeah. um and roll with it no i know we as as, as, as um black denomination singers i don't want to mention the denomination but we do a lot of composing or a lot of rearranging of the hymn. Mm. yeah and it's mm. quite a lot yeah and and it's for me it's cool you know why it's still recognizable it's mm. the hymn and the hymn still stands it still stands you know it still stands yeah <clears throat> so that's your answer um, that's your answer I be- I, yes i believe that i believe that very strongly that the the notes that we see on the pages mm are not telling us how to sing it. They're telling us the basic bottom line musical structure of this mm-hmm. hymn is this. Mm-hmm. I hear but that. it's not telling you to sing it happily. It's not telling you to sing it sad. It's not telling you to sing it with a, you know, that, that, that um, six, eight lilt. It's not, it's not telling you mm-hmm. that. That is based <clears throat> on where you are. Well, that's that's what I believe. So, yeah, no, it's 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 nice to sing the hymn, you know, exactly as the notes are written. It's also nice to sing the hymn with um, a tenor line that just goes over and makes a thing there on top, mm-hmm. you know. I know exactly. Um, yeah. And we all we all get liquor <coughs> when that happens, mm-hmm. you know. So, thank you, yeah. thank you for tuning in this evening. Join us next week on. <laughs> <laughs> On late night with me, we were you discussing really all end things. House me, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just really seeing this show. <laughs> yeah, no, Neil, thank you. thank you very much. So yeah, you are just like it, a fountain it, it was, of it was great being on your show, and I think you inspire me more to because I'm such a big, I'm I'm like I'm a student of life, and I think I learn so much from your everyday people and you are one of the people that are way up on that list you know i'm just like you just spit knowledge and i don't even think you know sometimes you know and you because i don't see this knowledge i just see it as i have lived a life where i have been hyper vigilant and because of my warped relationship with perfection i stored every bit of information that i got in and now i am finding use in that you know it kept me alive so for me it's just what i'd love to share that's all (laughs) we receive but thank you neil Mm, thank you yeah i don't have a show but thank you (laughs) we need to do something about that (laughs) oh well that's all we have for you for this week um 
a bit of a different um, discussion, but one that I feel gets us all thinking again, you know, and I love that. It's time to think again. So, all that's left is for Neil and I to say... Goodbye.